This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter VI. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Let us begin. Shiza! Shinku Hadoken! This week, AEW Fight Forever finally provides a patch update, but does it fix everything? Ed Boon addresses the outward elephant in the room, or at least on the Nintendo Switch. A fan favorite mode returns to Tekken 8. And we also, of course, talk about the leaked emails of Phil Spencer. Then, in our final stage, is the return of the legendary fighting games as I look at both Street Fighter 6 and Mortal Kombat 1 to determine who did it best, especially at least in 2023 because Tekken 8 is coming out in 2024. So, you know, that's a whole nother thing. All this and more. In this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra, select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. to another game-filled edition of Select Start, the video game podcast for ACMG Presents Talk Time Live and TalkTimeLive.com. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, and we got a loaded amount of news to talk about today. Um, this week has been crazy. I mean, if it isn't Mortal Kombat, it's, it's Phil Spencer and Xbox and all this stuff. So we're going to talk about all that and, of course, some other news going on as well. But in our final stage, you know, like I said in the intro, we're going to compare and contrast Mortal Kombat to Street Fighter 6. Why? Because it's destined. It's inevitable. You know, these are the two father, you know, grandfather. Well, they're the titans, if you will, the legendary titans of fighting games like um, Mortal Kombat to Street Fighter is like saying Pepsi to Coke. It's like saying Adidas to Nikes. It's the two greatest fighting games of all time and i know there's other ones just like king of fighters and art of fighting and all the snk deals there's guilty gear there's um blaze blue there's a whole bunch of um you know of, of fighters out there but none of them would have existed if not for well first of all not for street fighter without a doubt street fighter more than anything but mortal kombat also brought its brand of you know uh fighting and violence at the same time you know changed the world as we the gaming as we spoke you know had issues with the government you know t- stuff like that john lieberman tried to even shut them down they couldn't you know and if you don't know who john lieberman is because some of you guys are young look it up and look up the history of mortal Kombat. trust me um they were some of the most controversial things to happen in pop culture back in the 90s and all the stuff so um but they made waves and they still around they outlived what the government has been trying to do in terms of censorship and uh censorship i should say and all of that such so um but we're going to talk about 
Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, if you guys remember, I reviewed the Switch version last week. This technically will be a PS5 review in a sense within this because I am currently forcefully having to play the PS5 version for some odd reason because I refuse to play the Nintendo Switch until Ed Boon and NetherRealm actually brings that update that they claim that they're going to do. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes as well. Uh, but we're going to compare and contrast that. And for those, I'm, I'm going to give you what's the best deal based on the launch, the presentation of the launch, um, you know, the promotion going in, the beta test, all that stuff. Because I did betas for, I did the beta test for both. And it, uh, when they came out and, uh, you know, just how the progress from that um, has been since then. And then when the launch came out, how did that go for, for both of them? And then I'll rate them based on the grades that I gave them prior to. Now, I didn't grade the PS5 version and I actually will. And it probably be the grade that I would have given the Nintendo Switch version and originally. Uh, so we'll give it that grade, but also because of the Nintendo Switch, it's going to tamper with the grading of it because the experience of the people that have the Nintendo Switch and I'm not talking about graphics. I'm talking about just full on enjoyment, gameplay and, you know, everything. It, 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 it factors into that because you may not own a PlayStation 5. You may own an uh, Xbox or you may own a Nintendo Switch and not the other two. Not everybody has two or three consoles that they, you know, uh, toggle with. So you got to in a sense because like regardless of what you think the people who have the play the nintendo switch versions like mk11 which was really great they should be able to have the same enjoyment not visually but just overall gameplay and fun and enjoyment with it it shouldn't be any issues with this um they should have the same enjoyment to say like this game experience was better to me than place than, than street fighter uh, six and if they own a PlayStation and they have Street Fighter 6 and they have a Nintendo Switch and you decide that you want to get both, you should still have the same experience. And why? People are going to say you can't compare the Nintendo Switch to the PlayStation 5. Yes, you can. Here's the reason why. It's called Zelda. <laughs> and the reason why I say Zelda is because Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild and possibly Tears of the Kingdom later on this year and the end of the year are two games that have successfully I can't taking tears of the kingdom away because it's not this year's not over but speaking of breath of the wild when that game came out it was the game of the year beating out a lot of major console um, like major like next gen consoles games um it beat out games that anybody nobody thought that it was going to beat you know at the time you're you're a nintendo switch and you have a game that people love more than some of the higher quality graphic games or whatever, which is why I always say like, and not to say that Breath of the Wild was, Breath of the Wild was beautiful, breathtaking, if you will. And the fact that they packed that all into the Nintendo Switch is nothing short of surreal. And they did the same, they even did more for Tears of the Kingdom. So all those people, all those super superficial people that just focus on, you know, graphic power and processing power and frame rate like that don't matter. It's all about the fun factor. It's all about the replay value. And the Zelda series has done both to the point that like it has gotten the highest 
of praises and will possibly get game of the year again this year with tears of the kingdom it is definitely without a doubt getting nominated but it is a very strong chance that that game because it superseded what breath of the wild has able to do and expanded it like two times more than what you were able to do with breath of the wild it's a strong chance that these media outlets the game awards and all these other awards are going to give that award to nintendo once again don't be surprised don't be surprised at all of this so i can in hindsight come you know rate the the mortal Kombat one game on the switch to that of street fighter six as well but because it is on the playstation 5 as well i will also let give my thoughts on that version as well so i mean we're gonna do all of that so stay tuned stay tuned the final stage is coming and we'll i'll give my thoughts on that for there and you know which one i think is gonna has outdone the other you know there's gonna base it's basically gonna it's gonna be based on a lot of different factors so in, in addition to what i graded it both as well so um before that let's get down to some other news like aew fight forever the game that every once in a while you hear a vocal minority opinion on this saying that nobody is playing guys people and I, I hate to say guys but it's probably it's mostly guys something that i a pet peeve that i have on social media when somebody comes along and i will say this and i might repeat this again some of the people that you conversate that you have conversations with or debate or argue with that especially those who hide their profile pics and don't show their faces or whatever like it's a big possibility you're, you're arguing with a kid and if you're not arguing with a kid and it sounds like a kid that that you're having a conversation with but it's an adult that's troubling but just know that you may have a conversation with a kid who doesn't want to show his face on social media i just something about that i just thought about recently and i was like for all we know we're probably talking to some 14 year old kid who's hiding his face on social media and you know what i'm saying like it's, it's you know we're we're having a sophisticated conversation with somebody that we don't even know because they're not showing their face and they're not acknowledging themselves and especially the tr most of the trolls are probably kids anyway like i never thought about that like if i was a kid and like a deviant kid like i was and i had the opportunities that they have today with all this technology i probably do the same thing just because I know an adult wouldn't talk to me if they saw me and they would judge me beforehand. So hiding your face on social media and just giving your opinion and just going off the deep end and taking liberties and doing whatever you want, that's a big possibility. So always take caution of who you're having conversations with <laughs> online sometimes. And if they're if they're having like immature conversations and they are adults, then look reevaluate your life on that case but i say that to say that like every once in a while there's always this misconception of this this comment that has a misconception of who's doing what and they always say that nobody's listening nobody's watching there nobody's playing that's always untrue even if it's like the smallest amount of people a minority amount of people that's still not nobody that's somebody actually playing it and this is what happens with aew fight forever because there's always this one person who's in the zeitgeist of everybody else saying the same thing because they want to be a part of the loop saying that nobody's playing this that's not true 
there are people playing this. I just played Stadium Stampede like multiple times last week. And the one time that I did play, I actually won. I'm just wanna keep bringing that up because <laughs> this wasn't, that's not an easy thing to win. It's very random, but there are people absolutely playing the game. There's still people supporting the game. There's still people actually enjoying the game in spite of its lack of features and modes. So, and I understand the frustration, but you gotta understand something too. 2K games, the original Aki Engine games as well, they all started small and they built on that engine. That's what all most developers do when they put, to, especially those open world engines. When you start to put together the engines and you start, I mean, the, the engines, like I would say CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk and you know, it actually starts to work and you start building. I'll give you another one, uh, like a Dragon Studios or uh, Ryuga, uh, Ryuga Gotaku. It basically is what they call it, which is like a dragon um and they work on the yakuza series they built that series from the jump and they kept adding on to the series and they kept because they now have a stable engine to work with they can modify it they can evolve it this is thq nordic working on a engine with a whole new cast of people a whole new staff of people i should say um that is working on an engine they've never had it you know i never worked on before and it's not an easy thing it's like it's so easy to be able to just shoot off the mouth and you know displace your anger and put on frustrations but put yourself in their position you wouldn't be able to i guarantee you not there's a rarity of people that will be able to do better in this case and they may not be staffed with an enormous amount of people it's you know I, if you listen to the show if you go to you know um the audio section of the talktimelive.com pay, uh podcast page look up talktime live exclusive i've spoken with a bunch of developers indie developers in that and in fact you can check the exclusives page too because i've talked to way forward i've talked to um tribute games about their development with games like you know teenage mutant ninja turtle shredders revenge with um what is that uh shante the, the last shante game you know matt bozen i spoke with him uh i spoke with um the, the guys behind river city girls 2 and one and two i had them on both for both times and it's not easy these guys only have but it, oh i would say also like the gentle brothers um you know i've talked to guys from from uh desmond wong from the gentle brothers outside of this country uh, and I'm hoping to get him back on again to talk about the third uh, cat quest that he's that they're working on. They only got like at the time they only had like 10. I think they got more now, but they only had like 10 people, I think, working for them to make what they made with cat quest. It's not easy. Super giant games. I had um, great Casavan on as well to talk about, uh, you know, uh, Hades, which was one of the best games of 2020, if I'm correct, <laughs> you know, to come out. And a game that has influenced a bunch of other rogue-like games to come out. So I had all these people on, and a lot of the quest, a lot of times I've asked the question, "How many people are in your staff?" It's not that many, and it's not like they're not like EA or Insomniac or you know I can name uh, I can name other major AAA you know game companies out there that have the means to do all the things that they're doing, like. 
it's not always easy. It's you, the misconception is like it, there's this huge staff of people that are running this thing. Like Among Us, I think was like four people that did that game, and they, that game won Game of the Year or, or won some major awards or to that extent on the Game Awards. So you got to understand what goes on behind the scenes. And if you do, I don't think people would actually complain about that. I think people somewhat do, and they just want to ignore it just to vent out their frustration or whatever is going on in their world. So, and I say that because talking about AEW fight forever, you know, the biggest complaint and actually probably the only complaint is not the gameplay is not the graphics. Um, mostly it's the lack of features, but other than that, the game is fun. In the game and, and they're comparing it to 2k games which by the way that 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 wrestling engine is far from perfect and they try to replicate many times they've tried to replicate the aki engine that is now on aew fight forever and now that will be on ultra pro wrestling um down the line so they've tried and they failed and they like that game i still say the aki engine in a lot of ways is the better engine because the ai is even better on there than it is on um on 2k on the 2k series of wwe games so at one point 2k games did not have what they have now they had to start somewhere too on the engine when they started recreating the engine off of what they've already done what ukes has already worked with for, for years with you know smackdown know your role and here comes the pain and all the stuff and they tweaked it up and tweaked it up and tweaked it up and tweaked it up and they built on the creative suite engine like all of that all of that was on top of what it was already worked on thq nordic and aew games are working from scratch so the reason why they're not making another version of the game and they're just making this an ongoing series so they could build on that and then maybe later on they said they may consider put on an, uh, coming out with a better or another game like years from now because they'll already have an established engine. So I understood that. I understood the assignment and I don't understand why people choose not to want to understand that as well. They just feel entitled and I I wish people would read their own comments sometime because they sound like spoiled brats. And if you're like an adult sounding like that, I would hate to see how you were as a kid in that case. But they're taking their time to do this and it takes time to do this and i get it and i'm i get frustrated from time to time too because there's some things that i nitpick and rightfully so and some things are warranted with that but the latest patch update is live as we speak and the latest patch fixes many gameplay issues that were lingering from the game's progression um mostly like move sets <coughs> excuse me move sets and things that were going on in the uh it, you know in the online aspect of it as well so they fixed that uh it fixes the issues in stadium stampede move sets and controls are now more fluid than they were before you could tell the difference there however there are still some issues regarding the screen discoloration and blackout moments in the matches and at least the beginning of the matches there too so that hasn't been solved yet and you know hopefully it will uh, all of this, I think, was in preparation for next week because the release of Hook and Danhausen, uh, that DLC is coming. I don't know if that DLC is also going to come with additional, you know, uh, mini games or anything. But I don't think anybody. Can, I, that's the one thing. I, I that's the one thing I will agree with most fans about. 
is that there's too much emphasis on the mini games i think the mini games should not be a factor here we could have had a bunch of different modes there we could have replaced the mini games with a cage match we could have had you know another match or something to that nature added on there that will help we could have had a tournament mode in place of because there are a lot i mean there are a lot of mini games in there way too much in my opinion in there and i swear to goodness like i don't play them all i i barely play them all like i would play it if i had for recreational time but it, it's not to say they're not fun or anything it's just it's a wrestling game so i'm focused on the wrestling aspect of that um a, like i said a case match a tournament mode or an arcade mode that lets you you know chase the title and defend the title which was something that the original no mercy would allow you to do i think that would have been a great deal but you know they said they were going to add more modes i'm giving them benefit of doubt, and you got to remember folks it's it's only been four months they came out just like four months ago i think what july august june it came out in june it's only been four months since they come out like just four months like again i i blame this short attention society of people who have a short attention span to forget that and they make it seem like everything just it's been a year already no it hasn't it's been only you haven't even been a quarter yet it's just now becoming a quarter year for this game and you can't expect them to have everything at the snap of a finger it doesn't work that way and that's the misconception that we have today because everything is so fast-paced and that's mostly the fault of our ideology and that's mostly the fault of how social media works because everything just comes at you so quickly you got to write everything in short term there's no focus on focus <laughs> to be honest and you know it, it, it lacks patience with people so that's an unfortunate thing but you know i look they've gotten a new mode in stadium stampede they've gotten some new content out they added some new clothing when they did um they've fixed quite a bit so let's revisit this maybe another six months from now see where they're at if they're in the same spot where we don't have any modes or anything like that then yeah we can we can argue like what the hell do we pay all this money for 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 what they're providing but other than that it's like let's give them time to breathe and they have been you know they have been reaching out looking for ideas of new modes and all this stuff and they had people chime in on what they want to see in the game and there was a voting and all this stuff so it's not to say they're not doing it's just like they're not going to answer to everybody like not everybody's mike herman again mike herman is the uh guy who uh founded you know uh retro mania wrestling who put that to get that game together and he was the only guy that i know that would go on on a weekly basis to check out the process of what happened with that game he would tell he would open he would be very transparent which is something that you would never see before you know um, you know, him and RetroSoft Studios at the time were like, and I don't know what's happening because they were supposed to come out with DLC as well, but I don't know what the deal is. And, you know, since AEW Fight Forever came out, they've been really quiet. They post every once in a while, but I haven't heard from them since in terms of what they're doing. I don't know if they're still working on anything. Maybe I'll reach out to him 
and see what they're is if they're planning to do anything else in that matter but um you know they've been really kind of radio silent for quite a while and they were supposed to come out with mr huge and and, and james storm and all the stuff for that game so i don't know what's going on there but when they were on fire when they got the momentum and there was no other competition like aew fight forever they were out there non-stop mike herman would constantly be on a vlog every single time giving you the updates on what telling you the good and the bads and the development process on there not everybody does that i wish everybody would do that but not everybody does that so we will see how that goes and i would just say to everybody that is listening right now just be patient with not only just aew games and thq nordic but with everybody because when it finally comes we're going to act like it never happened or forget that it ever happened again which results in the short attention society that we live in and y'all forget y'all always forget this always happens to think this the stuff that we've been waiting for finally comes in and we you know all of a sudden we stop it's like it's like a it literally is like a baby crying for milk and he finally gets that milk and he just shuts right up <laughs> he gets that milk or whatever it is that they, they uh they're craving for which kind of hindsight yes it it makes us sound like babies just think about that so myself included i gotta i i, I can't be out of that loop either so so just we just need to think more rationally cautiously about the other the inner workings of things as well so all right as i talk about that we got to talk about ed boone we got to talk about another realm studios in the disaster of a launch that was mortal kombat one yes we got to talk about all that um as you know as i reviewed mortal kombat one last week and also kind of downgraded and honestly it's going to be downgraded again and i'm talking about the nintendo switch version not the xbox uh playstation 5 or pc versions they have minor issues but not the issues that this one has this place this this mortal kombat game the more i've played this game on a switch the more issues i've found and every time i find another issue i tend to you know give the grade a lower mortal kombat 1 on the switch is now at a grade of c maybe c plus at that reason being and i'll talk about that in a little bit i believe i have that in my notes i believe um but i recently came across another interesting thing because i own the playstation 5 version of mortal kombat 1 and the nintendo switch version invasion mode invasion mode apparently it's incomplete you play only the tutorial mode of that game and it just stops you midway and like when you finish it with that entire mode it gives you a message saying season one to be continue and i decided like let me play the invasion mode on playstation 5 and get to that part of where johnny cage's uh mansion is at and he gets to that portal in his room which i'm thinking it's going to say the same thing because they're just going to upload new seasons more and more much to my discovery it doesn't there actually is so much more content that you're able to play on a playstation 5 version 
they got the entire like i've played through different islands i've played through different you know seasons or whatever like that in different areas the full invasion game is available on all the new next gen consoles but not on the playstation um sorry the nintendo switch that led me to be a little bit disappointed and more upset at what they have done because it tells me they absolutely intended to do this they knew coming going into the launch that they were going to suffer what they're suffering right now and they were going to just they did this it this literally is the cyberpunk in marvel avengers deal from 2020 they rushed us out and with the intention of putting in you know adding on and improving on it down the way thinking that we were going to be okay with this how did you not know what happened during 2020 when marvel avengers came out and cyberpunk 2077 came out and how people were in an uproar because of the playstation 4 version and xbox version which didn't work to the point that they discontinued that entire game on that platform and the issues that it already had on a playstation 5 that they had to tweak up and the refunds that they had to give back did you not remember that what and of all people what the hell is ed boone and all of those guys even thinking <laughs> okay like ed boone of all people should know better like he's never done anything like this and trust me i've bought ports of injustice and mortal kombat 9 on the playstation vita as well as mortal kombat 11 and all of them played fluently the gameplay everything was so great on all of those games you know even without the huge graphical you know graphic difference you know which it didn't matter like graphics just is not the end all be all it does not determine the fact to get the play factor the fun factor of a game i think that is just certain people's hang up that they have much like when people you know certain guys buy big cars or you know luxurious cars to compensate for something that they're lacking some form of endowment in this case i could it be just some form of attraction to something that they can't receive though they you know compensate that by getting some of the greatest graphics ever on a video game or a pc or or a console or something like that like i don't know i'm i feel like there's something psychological to that i don't know but nonetheless what i do know is that ed boone has promised that he will or he or they will fix mortal kombat 1 on the nintendo switch in an interview with bcc i don't know why he decided to do an interview with bcc rather than ign or GameSpot or all these other ones that are clowning the hell out of them right now with all these videos of comparison videos and whatnot but he decided to do an interview with bcc um about the mortal kombat game on the switch uh and the outpouring of complaints and issues regarding that version since the early access of the game switch owners have slammed the company for releasing the game into the condition that it is currently in the results has led to memes and comparison videos of the switch versus the ps5 and xbox console versions that is giving netherrealm unwanted yet un yet warranted attention i should say um on top of that there's the invasion situation that i spoke of <laughs> which like that's really telling that you guys made this incomplete because you didn't add it on and when i say them i'm not just saying netherrealm 
Netherrealm does what a lot of people did. They did practically the same thing that um blind that that 2K games did with WWE uh WWE 2K. Uh, except they were a little bit more successful at it in this case, at least in, in terms of Mortal Kombat 11. They hired two companies, I believe Shiver uh, Interact was Shiver Entertainment and, and Sable Interactive that worked on Mortal Kombat 11. And it was actually a much better game back then. You know, it still is now. I still play that game. It looks actually really looks good for the Switch, but it plays tremendously on air. They hired Saber once again to do this and it might have just been a little bit too ambitious for them. 2k games have um hired blind squirrel to work to do the port for uh wwe 2k 18 in 2017 at the time it was the worst launch it was the worst game released ever on the nintendo switch there's no game that has ever had a launch or bad review like that until now now well as i say this it's nether realm and saber can save they can outdo what you know they do if they fix everything that was that needs to be fixed with this game it's it's you know it's it's a, it's just unreal you know um what 2k didn't do and what blind squirrel didn't do is ever fix the issues with the wrestling game and that's why up until now we haven't had a stable wrestling 3d wrestling title that actually plays good and looks good on the nintendo switch until aew games and thq nordic came out with it we've had no three and I'm, i know people will say empire wrestling but no empire wrestling it i'm sorry it is trash compared to what you know what the, you're able to do in there and i had somebody i actually literally talked to somebody yesterday who said that aew fight forever was the worst game ever and i'm like have you played ecw anarchy rules or um empire wrestling or the xbox version of fire pro wrestling like i can name a bunch of different wrestling games that gets the moniker of worst wrestling game ever this is not one of them and then he revealed that his only frustration of it is because of the features i'm like that's not enough to really say that that's the worst wrestling game ever because you've never really played legends of wrestling one two and three you've never had to endure that like you i could tell you're a kid i'm talking to who just haven't had the opportunity to play like i have a book that chronicles every wrestling game ever made up until a certain point and i've played a lot of those games and there have been some bad ones but there's been some really good ones aew fight forever is not anywhere near the bad level it's just lacking features you can't say that it's the worst wrestling game ever just because it lacks features you have not played the worst wrestling game ever i can tell you i have i've been playing these games for a long time and there are some really bad wrestling games that have come along okay so no you're not getting that benefit of saying that uh, right there so this just this follow-up with mortal kombat 1 on a switch just seems a bit too ambitious for the console however we can't come to that conclusion until we see the first major update in the article boone tells uh bb uh, uh bcc 
uh, Newsbeat, absolutely, it's getting an update. He goes on to say a number of concerns of the issues that has come up will absolutely be addressed. Um, in my last review of the Nintendo Switch, I pointed out that they had a section in their official website that that was dedicated to reporting bugs. Because, And again, that tells me that's more proof that they were in, intentionally, it, they were initially and intentionally expecting to get all of these feedbacks, this, this negative feedback because of it. I don't know what went on in the, in the process of this, but if you played the PlayStation 5 and Xbox and PC version of Mortal Kombat 1, and you played the 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 Armageddon chapter, you know how ambitious this game ha is. It is extremely that Armageddon section of the story mode alone and the story campaign alone is its own game mode in itself that allows you to pick molt like uh, you can pick any you know playable character in the roster to play in the Armageddon mode. And what happens with that is just a whole bunch of different sequences happen within your rise up to the to the pyramid. So and then on top of that, you're facing off against random different people. No matter like depending on no matter which version that you that you play, there's a random character of a different timeline that you're facing. So the processing aspect of this is insane. It's never, I've never seen anything like it's extremely ambitious. It works greatly on the new gen consoles on the Nintendo switch is kind of iffy, but it's not to say that they can't do it because we don't know this update. We don't know if the update is going to allow the, this thing to do what it's doing, but it, because it's so ambitious, it does something that we haven't seen in a long time with any of these games. And it creates load times and the load times are excruciating. It's like we're playing a PlayStation 3 game, in a sense. It really does. It actually kind of looks like we're playing a PlayStation 3 game, too. I have come to the conclusion that, until further notice, that this game will be known as Mortal Kombat 1, the storyboard, the storyboard edition, <laughs> because that's what it looks like. The, graphically, it looks like the storyboard version of the game that leads into what we're seeing on the on the uh, new gen consoles so fans are questioning whether this was worth paying the same amount of money as the new gen console versions and boone replied by saying it will be supported <laughs> he didn't that's a very corporate thing to say just deflect the issue like we did with mortal kombat 11. that's i get what he's saying he's like we're gonna put in the work because mortal kombat 11 was a better game it was a much more successful game on the Switch, and it was well-received in terms of reviews, but people probably forget that because of their anger and, and frustration of what's going on right now with the current one. But it was very well-received. Nobody had really any issues, but the minute one game has an issue, you got all these trolls that never but that has never owned a Nintendo Switch try to dog out the, the system and try to say it's the processing power. No, it's the developers. It has nothing to do with the processing power. It's the developers. And I guarantee you all the people that are saying that are also people who lack any education or merit of understanding or, or skills. They don't have a degree in you know, gaming, game development or engineering, or even computer science to that nature. They're just saying like, it doesn't have, no, 
it's the developers because what nintendo has done is that they've proven you could create a really awesome quality game on that console from their games of their mario games their metroid games the pokemon games and especially especially even though i know game freak works on that but it's still technically a nintendo game especially and i can't speak for scarlet or violet as well but especially <laughs> legend of zelda legend of zelda really shows the power and technique of what you can do on that game system that game that beat out so many big triple a games on these bigger consoles beat out all those games it's not the processing power it's the developers it's the development that is causing the problem so stop calling the nintendo switch an ancient console yes i know there's rumors about a newer one and yes it's been since 2017 but since 2017 they've been knocking out with way more bangers than you think you know so let the sharks come they have no merit of understanding it if they own a, if they owned a nintendo switch they would know that that game system is way more powerful than you think phil spencer knows it <laughs> he, he was he admitted up to it he owned up to it maybe not in the email addresses that has been leaked but may but definitely has done so verbatim he has done so like in front of millions on screen and it owned up and said that nintendo is a better system and they're not going to be able to compete with them or playstation which leads us to our next subject let's talk about phil spencer's addressing the massive leaks of old emails thank god they're old and thank god they weren't controversial i will just say that on the 19th of september a heavy volume of emails from the office of xbox head phil spencer was leaked to the world unfortunately the emails consisted of conversations spencer had regarding uh his acquire acquisition or his attempt to acquire uh nintendo and warner brother games which i think is ridiculous i don't does phil spencer really have that much money like i can't imagine how much nintendo would charge with, with with even humor selling nintendo i didn't like nintendo no nintendo's been around for 130 years um i think they will do all right and let me tell you you know business people in japan aren't always to you know they're all they're not really always hesitant to buy their they're they love tradition they're strong on tradition in this case and selling it especially to somebody outside the country it's not something that they always will be willing to do ask vince mcmahon because he tried to buy a bunch of different companies when he was owning when he owned wwe he was trying to buy a bunch of different companies from japan and japan was not none of those countries even the smallest promotion was not budging because they're not stupid they saw what he was doing in the uk and they saw what he does in, in his own country they're not stupid they're not gonna let this dude do what he does in that they they they, if they respect and honor tradition so i don't know to what end nintendo was actually going to consider buying or selling to phil spencer especially now more than anything because we see what is going on now you know this is 2023 we know what he's done and said at this point so 
Um, it's crazy. Other emails discuss new refresher models of the XS series. Another email talks about how he wasn't impressed with the PlayStation 5 announcement, which you're you're working for the rival company. Of course, you're not gonna you're not gonna admit to that. You're not gonna openly say that. in any competition. Like, like I said, like I talked about earlier, Nike is not gonna admit defeat to Adidas or or vice versa. Coke is not gonna admit defeat to um to Pepsi. Um Nintendo is not never gonna admit defeat to Sega or any of those companies that they announced to. Like they just don't do it. Like I wouldn't expect him to do it either. So all of these emails, of course, dates back to 2022, apparently, before he openly spoke out and waved the white flag, the proverbial white flag, I should say, on the idea of the Xbox winning the console wars against Nintendo and PlayStation as he spoke on an Xbox community YouTube channel on May 4th, 2023, that he actually said in his own words, they just can't compete. You go find that YouTube clip. He says it on air. I know, like I said, we live in a short attention society and people want to want to forget that, especially Xbox owners. But he openly said that and it is well documented and you can look it up on YouTube. You can look it up by saying Phil Spencer, uh, you know, admits you, you could just Google Phil Spencer. And I know that that interview will come up because I watched that interview thoroughly and I was it was one of the most shocking things in 2023 that he did that. He just said like, we're just not going to be able to compete with them, but we're going to do our own thing. That was very humbling. You know, my, my dad's ass. So overall, man, like getting your emails leaked sucks, but I will say this. There's a, there's a lighter side to this, to his credit. At least we didn't get, we didn't see anything that would cause complete Amy Pascal level controversy. And if you don't know, or you hear that name and you remember that name, Amy Pascal from Sony, from Pascal Pictures, uh, the people that brings you the Spider-Man um, films. And when her emails got leaked, oh, there was some, there was some very bad things. As a matter of fact, it was so controversial just for damage control. It was one of the th reasons why Marvel Studios was able to get you know, to do Spider-Man films and add Spider-Man to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it was a great way to do, you know, damage control and to deflect any of the mess that she has done with those criminating, controversial, racist emails that she did that was that was put out there. So, um, you know, in hindsight, thank you to that because we got Tom Holland and we got some of the best Spider-Man movies, live action Spider-Man movies ever at this point including three okay which paid homage to all three of them all three of the versions too so um you know it's cause and effect people cause and effect so that's that and let's move on to something else um i'm gonna get my thoughts on the, this news the return of tekken ball to tekken 8 um you know if you play tekken over the years they've always had some really awesome extra mini games and modes that you got to play one of which one of the most fun deals was Tekken Ball, which we first saw on the PlayStation on the Tekken 3 version of the game. This was also uh, led to the the manga character Gone, which was a hidden character in the game, weirdly too, on there. So they're bringing it back, and I'm like, all right, I I actually did enjoy Tekken Ball. Tekken Ball was fun. It's funny. 
it's so funny because we talk about like these extra mini games and whatnot on these fighting games like this and mortal Kombat and all this stuff but people those same people who are playing these fighting games and playing these mini games and and other games are the same people who are crapping on aew fight forever and i keep bringing this back up but th there's always connections to the two and talk about the mini games there yes i trust me i get it but it's like it's a double standard in this in a case to that extent but i digress modes i like to see i definitely like you know tekken ball but my god what what most fans and tekken fans for a long time tekken fans and gamers have been wondering can y'all bring us tekken force i look Tekken Ball is dope. It's a fun game to play. It is a very innovative form of volleyball. Um, but my God, and Tekken Bowling is also cool. I like Tekken Bowling too. That was that was great, but there was nothing better than Tekken Force, which was like a side-scrolling, you know, game that they had alongside the fighting game. And they made two versions of it. One was like the old school, you know, um, you know, final fight style game where you're using the same character models and all that stuff and later on i think at tekken 5 they did another tekken force version but it was more of a 3d open like open stage version of it which i thought was cool too like i just i look bring that back i want tekken force tekken force was just a lot of fun and the replay value was extremely high with those games there tekken bowl i say would be my second favorite and then tekken ball would be my third but man i would love to see that again and i think that's going to be added to their like sort of world tour mode like which is supposed to be like uh the street fighter 6 world tour mode on air so i think that's going to be added there and it who knows there may be more to come they haven't you know announced everything so it's coming out in january of 2024 which is going to be my birthday game no doubt so stay tuned for that we'll see but i i i'm cool with tekken ball coming back tekken ball was a lot of fun so Folks, that will do it for the news going on in the world of gaming. We're going to take a break, come back, and now we're going to go for the main event. Because in our final stage, I'm going to compare and contrast Street Fighter 6's launch to Mortal Kombat 1's launch and give my opinion, my prediction on which one will be considered the fighting game of the year. And we'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! have reached the final stage of this program and i'm here to give my thoughts on the 
rivalry that is going on for the longest time in gaming history. That is Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. In this case, it is Street Fighter 6 versus Mortal Kombat 1. The titans of fighting games have all launched a new game in the same year. We've been waiting for this. And now I get a chance to talk about which game in which company, Capcom and Netherrealm, had the best in terms of launch, presentation, overall gameplay, and who's gonna come out on top at the end of 2023 in terms of the best fighting game of the year. And it's, you know, honestly, and, and to be honest, even with everything that is going on with Netherrealm, this is still kind of a hard deal because in its core, Mortal Kombat 1 is really, really good. If you're playing it on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox and PC or Steam Deck or whatever like that, if you're playing it on there, there's a lot to love about this game. Like everything that I talked about in the Switch version, but when I talked about the Switch version and even with its blemishes and glitches, I knew that they were gonna eventually, you know, fix this issue. I don't know to what extent, cause there's a lot to fix in that game <laughs> the more I got into it, but I had enough confidence in Netherrealm, and I still do, that they will remedy that problem. But with that said, it does hinder a lot of things about their launch and their preparation, especially this year. If this, if they didn't have to compete with Street Fighter and Capcom, that would have been a different story. But the old rivalry has re-risen, has resurrected, if you will. And now we're gonna talk about everything from everything that I graded and I, I will say this I have docked the PlayStation I mean the switch version down to like a C plus mostly because of the visual presentation and just the presentation in general and, and the replay value and fun factor has all decreased because of this situation that has occurred with the with the Nintendo switch even the sound and all the stuff there were sound issues as well uh when you come down to it. So, uh, you know, a C plus, I, you know, the visual presentation went down to a 65. The sound of music went down to a 65. Gameplay was still a hundred to me. Fun factor because of the constant crashes and bugs and issues and that it had, it went to 65. Um, replay value was 65. And this is only the switch. Um, the actor performances were still great and the story was still great, but I cannot, even though I was, I'm optimistic that they will fix the problem, it was just too much. And, and the invasion mode really kicked me off. That that right there was the kicker. Because the fact that you have a message that says to be continued while, meanwhile, if you're not, like, you don't know what the hell's going on if you only own a Nintendo Switch. But if you go into, like, owning the Nintendo Switch version and owning the PlayStation or Xbox version, and then you go into Xbox thinking you're gonna have the same message, but only to find out that you actually have the full invasion game on here. How are you supposed to respond to that? Like, are we supposed to let that go? No, we're consumers before we're fans. That's the way we should be thinking. As a consumer, I'm not getting my money's worth from this game. I'm getting C plus level stuff. That shouldn't, you know, be the way it is. So until they fixed this update and I don't know how long it's going to take because there's a lot to fix. I know they're already working on it as we speak, but until that time, that is going to remain a C plus. Now, if I talk about the PlayStation 5 version, that's a whole different thing because I'm just going to go on a grading right now. 80% was still originality is still there. Um, the visual presentation 
wait it's exact it's playstation 5 and xbox it's gonna look fantastic it looks phenomenal on here and that automatically gets 100 which boosts already to like a b level right there sound of music where there were still some audio issues with the um with the audio there is like missing sound effects during certain parts of the gameplay in there so that plays off to an 80 percent, but that's still good it goes like still on b level right there gameplay is always a, is still 100 fun factor way up way up here to 100 because everything is a little bit more fluid here which leads to another a which leads to a plus at that point replay value 100 uh actor performance is 100 and you know story was 85 like i said that leads to a solid a for that so that right there if nothing went wrong with the switch if i'm just saying it alone for the playstation 5 the playstation 5 version is a solid a which is the same thing as street fighter 6. however we gotta add the nintendo switch version we cannot separate that we cannot it, it's not fair to separate that and give them a great you like yes as a standalone if they didn't if they only came out with the xbox in the playstation 5 version this would have been this would have been a tie that nintendo switch version regardless of the diluted graphics the frame rate is still there but the diluted graphics and all that stuff i don't care about superficial i care about fun factor and replay value it doesn't have replay value and that plays into because they did launch it with the idea it's supposed to be the better fighting game it's supposed to be a great fighting game it's supposed to be a award-winning fighting game or even nominated fighting game and i don't know what other outlets is going to do but in this house every one of those games have to come out sufficient and it has to come out with great and the idea that even though is the xbox and the playstation version are better but not perfect because again they have audio issues that needs to be fixed and corrected and some other uh issues but nowhere near as as bad as that even with that it's still you know it, it, it still you know deters it in my opinion like you you gotta have all of them all of them gotta be on point in some form or fashion you know mortal kombat 11 had its hiccups in the beginning but they did fix it and it was nowhere near to what that was it still looked visually impressive you know all things considered there was it wasn't perfect but it was visually impressive enough that you could see a lot of detail in the things and the play mortal kombat 1 switch game is a little bit inconsistent in terms of you know graphic quality there's some parts of it that are that look really great and then there are other parts of it that look like crap so that does play into it so just to let people know the the playstation 5 one i gave it a solid a in this in this case but it's if you combine the xbox the pc the playstation 5 and the nintendo switch as a whole package it's going to go down to like a b plus to street fighters a because street fighter didn't say we're going to put this on a switch and we're going to you know we're going to do a great job with it and didn't do it didn't do a great job they put it on the xbox and the um and pc and and all the stuff and it played great street fighter has been great since the beta version they have had no issues i've played all the open betas on both both mortal kombat one and the street fighter one and 
from the door i was highly impressed you guys remember i talked about it go back in the archives of the of the uh of select start like i've talked about the open beta and how excited i was i also had my excitement about mortal kombat 1 and was impressed that it was able to play online the way it did and everything but we didn't know about the other things that were being hidden from us in this case capcom never hit a damn thing their presentation was great the creative suite from the door was extremely impressive the open you know stage area open world environment of world tour mode was really good i mean you had that atmosphere in it and there was a lot to go mortal kombat to their credit had some other ideas too and very ambitious ideas and it's you know i i would have loved if it played out the way it did but it just didn't do it but it's not to say that it's not completely out of the loop because if we just base it on the playstation 5 or the new gen console versions and pc it's a pretty strong contender against you know playstation 5 uh i mean or street fighter 5, uh, 6 i should say um i will say this when talking about the categories there um mortal kombat story is story mode is much better than the world tour story mode because like i told you guys before that mode to the story did not connect like it you would have to read the comic the, the comic uh series from udon entertainment in order to connect it but even then the actual initial game story it leaves gaps in a, in a hole like there's some things that you, you it didn't connect as properly as it should have but it was still really cool to see certain aspects of the game when you start Tra uh you know traveling around the different you know stages and countries and all this stuff <coughs> excuse me but it to me the it, it needs a little bit more filling to that story mood so mortal kombat story campaign is the more superior of the two that's where mortal kombat is going to get over in my opinion with that because you got one you got this awesome written story that's practically like a blockbuster movie in a lot of ways and then by the end spoiler alerts for people there's armageddon and when you hit the armageddon section of the story campaign it becomes a whole new game <laughs> a whole new game mode if you will it's like they have the tower mode which is basically your arcade mode but in a lot of ways this armageddon mode is its own arcade mode in itself where it allows you to pick against pick like multiple like the entire roster of playable characters you can pick any of them and what it'll do is that like you'll go up the the pyramid but you'll get stopped by an enemy from a different timeline and somebody from a different timeline or multiverse if you will is like say it's rain but he has fire abilities because he's from another timeline that has that ability or whatever like that and they change his name around so it's like all this and it's not like every time you replay as a different character you get the same person that you're fighting against it's actually random people random fighters that you're fighting against from different timelines it's a amalgam of different <laughs> characters with sharing each other's ability or whatnot like you'll have sub-zero with fire abilities or you'll have um you know you'll have uh what can i say um rain with you know ice abilities or what i or 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 just something different about or or, or even like uh sub-zero or so um how can i say this uh scorpion with raiden's powers 
Like it, it's stuff like that. It's crazy. It is really Liu Kang will have freezing abilities. Like you'll just encounter all these random different characters and it's the processor working its magic to keep switching out these different characters that they're mixing together. On top of that, there are cutscenes for each of those fighters and they're like, God, like almost 20 fighters in here. You can pick each one and there's a different thing that happens in each all of them. And they're trying to put all this on the Nintendo Switch, which because it's so big and ambitious that it leads to them having to have load screens, which absolutely sucks because one, when you play Mortal Kombat 11 or even to that measure, Injustice and Mortal Kombat 9 on the PS Vita, it, the processing played exactly like the actual games on the console versions in the sense that there were no loading times. It was just consistently going without any stop. This is like the first NetherRealm game I've ever seen handheld at that, that has stopped you on your tracks and had this loading screen. Normally you're always on the go, but like now we got to wait for this loading screen to come up and pop up and everything. And it's like, it drags the experience of the game. If you're on a, on a Nintendo switch. So that's a bummer. It's a really, it's not just a bummer for, you know, Nintendo Switch fans, it's just a bummer in general for them to be able to have to do that because it's so much packed in. I don't know when the big update happens, if it's gonna happen the way it does. So, man, I, I tell you this, I tell you this, man. Um, they got a, they got some big things to, I, I, I am rooting for NetherRealm, I'm rooting for Ed Boon and all this stuff because, you know, if we learned about what CD Projekt Red did, which by the way, Phantom Liberty is coming out next week. So, and I heard there's nothing but like major review, great reviews for that game, which is going to be CD Projekt Red's redemption song right there. Um, if those guys can come back, anybody can come back. <laughs> okay. So that's why I'm rooting for them. But right now it's, it's, it's really bad on them, but that, that mode is awesome. So the story mode to me is the better of the two coming from Mortal Kombat 1. But when you factor in the invasion mode, that also is a great replay value as well. I'm just mad that the play the Switch version, uh, people aren't able to play the Switch version at the moment. I, I just think it's just it was horrible that they did what they did. So it's it, you know, talking about launch, the launch between the two, <laughs> Street Fighter strongly had the best launch. They had the best promotion and the best launch of the two. And you know, Mortal Kombat did everything they can to promote this. But when you have a promotion that's supposed to be that big and you making it that epic and grand of uh, that grand of a scale, you gotta you gotta meet it. You gotta meet it. It's, it's like what I tell my clients all the time. I can design you a awesome logo that will be eye-catching and will help you get in that door. But once they, once you, once you, once you get to that door, your quality of product has to meet the level and quality of the logo. Otherwise it's, you're going to, you're going to look like a fool and just, your whole entire thing, your whole entire brand and, and business is going to fail because you're not living up to the standards of the logo. This is basically what happened with, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat is that they brought all the hype from their previous stuff. They, you know, the, the Mortal Kombat brand is legendary. They even got Dave Batista to do an epic commercial, you know, hyping us up. And normally 
we would be all excited about this because we know what Netherrealm brings to the table. And they brought some awesome things to the table prior years. So it's much to people's surprise that this happened. And also because this is a rarity, again, this is why I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and I'm, you know, just waiting patiently. I won't play that version until they say update is here and I'll check out the update and we'll get back to that. But the launch, Street Fighter, Street Fighter, without a doubt, they met, they met the expectations that was brought, the, the, uh, the promotion towards it was great. And when the day came, it did not disappoint. I and go back to my review with Street Fighter 6 and go to the review last week of Mortal Kombat 1. Two totally different types of reviews. Guarantee I was a lot more happier when Street Fighter 6 came and it did not disappoint at all. Um, Capcom once again showed themselves that they are the innovators of all this. So with that said, when it comes down to the gameplay, I think it's a tie there. I think I like both gameplays. Um, Street Fighter is a lot of fun to play. They got a lot of extra things to it. Um, but, and I like Mortal Kombat too. Um, I like the cameo fighter uh, feature, but it's, to me, it's not that big of a deal. Like, cause again, I've played, this is not anything innovative. I've played this before. I think this is like a better version of the King of Fighters striking system that they had back then so you know it's it's a, it's a lot more fun it's a little bit more fluid than that but it's virtually the same thing um so i'm not as excited as all the new gamers out there because a lot of people have not played the original mortal i mean king of fighters 2000 when that feature was first met and to some extent capcom also had a kind of a striker-esque type of um program because if you guys remember if, for those of you who actually owned a playstation one back in the day and you remember this was during the time um capcom in the arcades had the versus deals x-men versus street fighter uh street fighter versus marvel superheroes and uh and which you know led to a bunch of different deals and there was two ports both of those games ported to the playstation one but the playstation one did not have the processing power and, and chipboard power of the cps2 which is the motherboard that capcom used to process the game to allow tag features in there and fast-paced gaming and loading times and such the playstation did not have the power so to compensate for that they added a striker a, a very similar system to what mortal Kombat is doing right now and that's basically their own version of striker so instead of tagging you were just able to hit a button combination to allow your your partner to come out to assist in certain times so again what mortal Kombat did with the cameo fighter is not game changing much to ign's he's uh you know saying um it is by far not an original concept it has been done at least two or three times from two different companies so i just want to point that out there to everybody once again that you know that part right there now with that said doesn't mean it's not fun it is a lot of fun i could do with or without it in a sense it doesn't really hinder or help the situation especially depending on who you are but i will say the shoot um the shinjoku or shinjoku uh, uh shinjoku uh you know five hit palm you know uh deal that he does from kill bill i'm no i'm saying it wrong forget trust me i know i'm saying it wrong i'm butchering the hell out of it but it's awesome 
there's some awesome little you know easter eggs and all the stuff that they did in there was fantastic that was that is by far my favorite right there so um yeah man it is uh it is it is pretty dope nonetheless um it does add on it does you know create a new atmosphere to it um i did like the invasion mode is i think this is one of the better modes that they had because the time the timeline mode that they had from um the last game was good but we've already seen that before in injustice 2 already uh so this one was a little bit different i like the the mario party uh deal that they added onto this like making it a board game type of deal so again another fun innovative and the replay values high i always play that i'm playing that more than i am the tower mode at the moment so i i am enjoying that a lot um uh, both actor performances i think is better on mortal kombat because again this is a full fleshed out blockbuster movie quality level type of story mode where it involves people have multiple lines where street fighter has um you know they got uh, you know them doing lines or two every so often like that and they got you know some of the story mode aspects so like capcom has a story to it but it's really lighthearted. and then on top of that your character which i wish they would because i remember i reviewed um saints row where they always have you create your character but your character also has a voice to be included in the dialogue or anything and for some reason capcom never feels like that they want to add that on i think they could have added it on uh in some form or fashion but they didn't so your character remains silent while all the other characters around you are talking so it's that situation is it's basically the nintendo thing it's it's like you're a link in this case and you never really talk unless you're the 80s cartoon you know so i mean it's it's that situation so um the actor performances are much much better plus there are a lot of celebrities and actual actors performing uh and not to say that i shouldn't say that because there are actual actors performing on uh the mortal kombat i mean in the street fighter 6 version too but they don't get to have the lines that the actors in mortal kombat 1 has and be able to do like even megan fox got more lines than most of the people in uh street and street fighter 6 you know to that extent so but i did enjoy both of them but i think that's where mortal kombat you know outshines them on that um sound of music i would also give the nod to street fighter because it's solid like all you can hear all sound effects you can hear all of the musical scores and all that stuff there are some very memorable musical scores in street fighter some of which i have uh on my in, in my playlist as well so i mean there um i will give a big shout out to uh mortal kombat because they did they, they do have a great theatrical musical score in here of course um but again because of the issues with the sound effects and the audio issues that you know are coming in and out it it, it hinders that situation um but shout out to mortal kombat once again they got mega ram back on uh doing a song called second chance uh which i'll play a little bit of it at the end of this but our very own voice of the talk time live prime show is back with another flawless victory doing that song and uh, that song is dope that song is absolutely dope i just I, I really feel like calling it second chance was really foreshadowing 
because <laughs> they're going to need a second chance to do what they need to do with the Switch version. But nonetheless, I love the song. I love the song. And I knew it was, I knew it was uh, Raheem the minute that I heard the, the verse. I'm like, oh, he's back. <laughs> and he just revealed it on his um, on his page too that he's he did it too along with some other guys on there um, yeah he's on a roll gotta love that dude um, I, again this is the reason why I wanted him to do the theme song for the podcast like I knew this dude's journey is just going to keep rising and rising and again I tell him all the time it's an honor to have him do that as well because I, I take pride in his journey and what he's had and congratulations to him by the way because he actually did off track he actually did get hit number two on i believe the billboard charts or spotify charts or whatever for his uh new children's album that he came out with so congratulations to uh him he dedicated uh an album to his uh son zion uh that he uh that he just adopted uh not too long ago he's a cute kid too um show me that he showed me the kid like way before he he, he uh you know the adoption was official so <laughs> i was really appreciative that he did that he's such an adorable kid and I'm, he looks very happy and that's all that matters but i digress let's talk about our happiness about this two games though um visual presentation on both were just awesome so i mean like i i can't say anything about that like but i will say i will say mortal kombat visuals to me are just absolutely incredible um i like the of course the illustration manga style of street fighter that will never die but man uh nether realm did a hell of a lot making those characters look so realistic um in there especially now that they got you know uh jean-claude van damme in there too and um nataro nataro played by megan fox that actually does look like megan fox in a sense it, it's really really awesome in there and on top of that they're having all the other characters from um the extra characters like omni man and and uh homelander and all them come in Whew. And, and 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 um john cena as peacemaker i would have to give a little edge over to mortal kombat one with that and because you can't those visuals are just it's absolutely great i just wish those visuals were as somewhat great on the nintendo switch but unfortunately that suffers them as well again like if it was only the nintendo if it was only the uh playstation 5 that they launched it for or the xbox they launched it for a pc this game would have been a lot better but that that nintendo switch one it, it really does hinder it so overall like oh man i said that mortal kombat had the opportunity the chance more than a puncher's chance to be able to beat or take the throne from street fighter uh six because of the how bad the launch is and because the only thing that is greatest it's much fun but not perfect as the next-gen consoles are and they got their own situations too that's the other part they like it, it's way better on a PlayStation 5 and in and, and the Xbox and the PC, but people are still experiencing issues with that too. I don't recall having any of those issues or any issues at all when Street Fighter 6 came out at all. Because of the way that the games were launched, I if 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 there was no issue with any of this stuff on any console mortal kombat would have won this 
Mortal Kombat would have won this and not easily, but it would have won this. They both, you know, I, I, you know, the PlayStation five version, of course, even with the little bit of, you know, audio, you know, imperfections that it has that can easily be fixed. Even with that, it, it still would have man up. It still would have just got there just a little bit, but you can't deny what Capcom has done from, from there to launch. And by the way, Aki or AKI is coming out this week too. So that's another thing that we're going to be looking forward to on that note. And even their launches of their extra characters haven't been an issue either. So, um, what this was mortal Kombat's game to win. This was their fight to win. And they fumbled because of the launch and because you know, we're not talking about how great this game is. We're talking about the embarrassment that is from this. Everybody, when you're talking about Mortal Kombat, there's a stain, there's an asterisk in there now. You know, and it's called the play. It's called the uh, Nintendo Switch. Their launch of the Nintendo Switch has tarnished any possibility of saying that this was the better fighting game. Because whenever somebody thinks Mortal Kombat won now. They're going to go back and think the Nintendo Switch. They're not going to think about PlayStation 5. They're not going to think about the the Xbox or PC. They're going to think about cuz this is the this is the ideology and, and era that we are in where we focus on the negatives all the time. In this case this one's kind of warranted. They're going to think about the Nintendo Switch and how bad it was. It wasn't even a little bad. It is very bad. Like I gave it a benefit of a doubt until I kept going deeper into the game. And I was like, yeah, I can't deny this. I, I, I couldn't deny this. Like I couldn't deny John Jones. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, after a while I had to, there's, there's no way I could defend what's going on because it just keeps coming. So because of that, if you put that in a full package, you know, the, the Nintendo switch version is that, that, that dude, that, that, that friend that you, that, awkwardly socially awkward friend that like kind of just tarnishes the whole entire you know you know prestige of the group (laughs) in there and in a whole you can't mortal kombat flopped they had every opportunity to do the momentum of mortal kombat 11 and aftermath the momentum of what happened with um with, with Mortal Kombat 11 on the Nintendo Switch, they had that momentum. That's why we brought into the Nintendo Switch version because of the success of the last version. And they had that momentum and they, they, it, they flopped. And it's not the end of the world because they, I do believe they, they have the means to, to fix what they had, like Ed Boone said. Um, I just think it's too little too late in a sense because it's already first impressions always make a big impact and that's what's happening here i will say like i mean we talked about this with cd project red and i give credit to crystal dynamics when they're out um they did redeem themselves you know crystal dynamics is a little bit too little too late and we know the fate of them but cd project red went all out to make sure to give you the game experience that you desired now had they done that have both of those games have done that because everybody always says about marvel avengers it has so much potential to be a great game and if you just only play the story mode of the game 
the game is awesome it's only it was only when they started trying to get greedy and try to get you to you know overspend on this game is when they started messing up and that was their downfall um with that and now look the game is like four dollars and they're about to take it off the marketplace and now you got like a game with a great story mode and three thousand dollars worth of dlc for only four dollars there you have it if either of those games would have been on top of their game when they launched in 2020 you would have had two more games of the year because cyberpunk 2077 was a highly anticipated highly hyped game that was with all talks of early talks of game of the year and then they launched it on a playstation 4 in the exact same way that mortal kombat 1 was launched in the uh for the nintendo switch in the exact same way that 2k games launched wwe 2k on the nintendo switch and look what happened so look <laughs> i love i i enjoy mortal kombat on the on the ps5 right now that alone is a, is a a game for the most part but as the whole thing it's it's down to a b overall street fighter if 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 all of the judges and people that are going to be doing these year-end reviews look at it and you look at every aspect of what i talked about Capcom deservedly should get denied for fighting game of the year because from start to finish their launch was great their open beta was great when they you know and they, it didn't disappoint in those aspects it may not be like perfect in terms of like storytelling and all that stuff like that but the fun factor the gameplay I will say this I hate the fact that you can't do new game plus on the game and you can't play the story all over again and I do say I hope again that they will come out with the exp uh, expanded story that kind of fills the gaps of everything that's going on. I pray that they do that because this is Street Fighter 6 is also going to be an ongoing game as well. So I hope that we get a new story mode because there's some connects that some dots that need to be connected. We can revisit the story aspect of this game if they do that, like much like, um, you know, Mortal Kombat did with Aftermath last year. Our last uh, game, so hopefully they will. But um, now nah, Street Fighter deserves to get the nod for fighting game of the year, or at least in terms of both of those games being um, competed against each other. Street Fighter wins, and they, the bad part is they kind of really shouldn't have. Like Mortal Kombat could have and should have been able to beat them. They had the opportunity. They had one job <laughs> and they just didn't. So that's my opinion to go and that's my view. And folks, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. I hope you guys enjoyed my perspective on the two games. I wonder if you agree or not, but let me know. I got different platforms you can check out. Check me out on uh, Instagram and threads at Xavier underscore Josiah. You can check me out on the ACMG page. If you're listening, one of the members of the ACMG page, let me know what you think. You know, if you played both, you know, fighting games and you guys, you know, your opinion, do you agree? Do you disagree? I don't know. Let me know. You know, um, wherever you call, wherever you're listening from, just let me know. And uh, I will be more than interested to do that. And I'll probably talk about this again with my good friend, Boris uh, Aguilar. Roberto Aguilar, I should say, from uh, 
TSN Radio's Sunday Night's Main Event. I'll be joining him on his podcast tomorrow. And uh, we'll be talking about probably this and um, our thoughts on the two-hour AEW Rampage show, that uh, Grand Slam show that's coming on tonight. So we'll be reviewing that and uh, catching up with him. He's been under the weather, so he sounds good that he's back and ready to go for there as well. So we'll be doing that. Um, next week, uh, two two awesome games is coming out next week. Hopefully. Uh, one is a heavily reviewed game that's already out and given rave reviews already. And that's Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberties. Uh, the major download, the 17 gig download already came in and all the ad new additions to the game that will be on Cyberpunk, the original Cyberpunk and uh, Phantom Liberties is officially out now. So if you're ready to play, go out and download it right now. It's, it's available. So I'll be reviewing that first because the other game is coming out uh next week too but it's coming out on thursdays infinity strash dragon quest the adventures of die i already did a my thoughts on the actual anime series that is uh hyping me up for this much anticipated game by square enix and um i'm ready for it. i'm looking forward to it but that's coming out on thursday um phantom liberties is coming out on tuesday so i'll be playing those games i'll be playing that first and then i'll review uh dragon quest the week after from there so um as far as to sunday i was going to say i'm gonna go to the movies to see expendables 4 I actually was offered a uh, early screening of it but uh, didn't wasn't able to do it because i had other priorities and then i actually saw <laughs> i saw pics of um from people who did attend and to my surprise it really didn't look like a packed type of theater it looked like it looked like me going into a early bird matinee at my local theater where it's just like me and like five to ten others spread out in different areas you know that's what it looked like like the only two screenings i went to this year was transformers rise of the beast and the flash and they were packed they were packed like crazy so it it, it really kind of gave me red flags at what this possibly can be and then i actually saw a glimpse of the review scale of some of the people uh, some of the outlets that did review it and it was not good so i am gonna opt out of that in its place i will review keegan ashura which the season three is officially on netflix right now so i've been waiting for that if you i'm, I'm a big fighting uh, anime fan as much as I am a fighting game fan so anything that revolves martial arts of any type I'm down with and this is kind of like this is basically kind of like the uh what is the equivalent of this this is pretty much like Baki I'm hoping with a better ending at least uh because we talked about the Baki ending and the final finally him and his uh father getting together and the way it turned out wasn't it, it was kind of an anticlimactic type of thing but Let's see how this one goes. So season three is out. So I'll be checking out and I will review that this Sunday in place of Expendables 4. Plus, we'll talk about all the news going up and then we're just counting down. We're getting very close. We're about like two weeks away from New York Comic Con. So once that happens, I am going to be out. But in its place, I will put in some rewind episodes of um, interviews that I had with people that I didn't realize was not in the audio. Uh, I didn't realize Stephanie Shea was not on air. Um, I believe 
wonder if Ruben Langdon's was not on there. TC Carson interview wasn't on there. I didn't put that on there. So um, I'm going to load up a bunch of things because I won't be available to do a podcast until I get back. But I know there's going to be some things that you guys want to check out. And why not the archives? So you some of the interviews that I have, Bob Camp from the co-creator of Renestippi, I believe, maybe uh, one of them, too. You're going to hear some of my old co-host as well. So it's like it, it's an old school you know, uh, backup deal too with that. So, um, get ready for that. So I'll, I'll fill in those for you then. And then also for the ACMG group, I'll be putting up some things too, cause I won't be able to post too much on there as well, but I have the, uh, admin assist that will help me post some things that I have. And I'll just try to chime in every once in a while and try to approve some things if I can, but it's, it's going to be a very busy five days in New York um covering so so much so damn much so we'll see but i'm looking forward to it i just i'm just really mad that um i wasn't able to get reservations for certain panels because they were already taken but i did get the dragon ball panel so that's what at least i got that so and i'm expecting something really huge to happen in that one so that's good enough for me for now and i'll just try to get into the rest of them any way possible you know media life so that will do it for me folks like if you like this episode, as I'm hearing the sirens going, if you like this episode and every episode of Talk Time Live, please go to our official website on TalkTimeLive.com where you will hear all of our audio episodes, our video exclusives of some of your favorite people, both in audio and video. And uh, definitely check us out there. There's a blog page that has a bunch of items. I will be adding on that because it's that time of year where I put in the highlights of all of the uh, things that went on in New York Comic Con. So get ready for that. That'll be coming soon as well. Um, we'll have our media page, which also has um, my panels from Repop with some of your favorite anime characters. You can check that that out there virtually uh, on there is all on TalkTimeLive.com. And if you want to continue to subscribe and download, like thousands of others have you can go to spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google podcast stitcher podbean tune in audible pocket cast pandora you name it we are there we are so many other places right now it isn't funny and i really appreciate all the support from people so thank you guys so much and uh please put us in put us in the air of all your other people who are enjoying the things that we enjoy here as well so that will do it for me. Before I even go, you'll be hearing a clip from the one and only Megaran, the voice of Talk Time Live, as well as from the new song entitled Second Chance from the Mortal Kombat 1 soundtrack. So without further ado, that'll do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out there. Take care and have a great week, people. Figurative and literal, standing in opposition to the God that I have risen to can cause you harm in the physical as well as mystical. While praying on the vices that I gotta be this position to. Flawless victory, my reconciling goal. But if we got a common foe, he gotta go. I'm down the road. Full contact, been well versed in combat. Bombers, we stick around that. This fight here is the soundtrack. This takes a simple bit of pride instead of differences inside instead of ripping out your eyes. But this isn't a surprise, I got no time, and my patience isn't limited supply. I'm unwell.
well So cold like when the sun fell You want help? We come together just like the one round This war's endless, rest partially mended Fatalities to friendships, now we gotta end this Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com